0: If you're visiting with us, whew, we'd like to say that we are grateful to have you here. And if you uh, uh, were able to get one of those little cards with the rose on it, at this time if you pass it to the aisles, it will be picked up. Uh, we are so grateful for you visiting with us, and we would like to invite you back at, at every opportunity uh, that you have. Yesterday at our area-wide youth depot, we had somewhere around... Uh, 70 kids or 70 people and it was a fantastic day. Uh, I will forever be in debt to those men and those women who came and and helped me in the kitchen area and and helped me pull this off so uh, seamlessly. You guys did a fantastic job and I certainly am appreciative of the work that you did. Uh, we took our Bible Bowl test and our pearls tests for lads to leaders yesterday after that, by, uh, after that area-wide youth devo, and uh, that reminded me that I needed to formally issue a decree to you that is, get your four, get whichever four you would like, and bring them on, and our Bible Bowl teams will play you in a Bible Bowl over the book of Luke if you would like that. And if you would like to have the same study material they do, we can offer that to you by copy, or you can get that on the Lads to Leaders app for your phone. Uh, You can carry it with you everywhere you'd like to go, and you can study those questions as you go. Uh, That Bible Bowl between us as a congregation will happen somewhere the first part of uh, April, uh, just because of our schedule, Uh, but we'll keep that in mind as we go forward. If you will, open your Bibles and keep them open over to uh, Jeremiah chapter 6 verses number 15 and 16 as today you and I look at the idea that Jeremiah uh, mentions in Jeremiah 16 and 15 and 16 of seeking the old paths. Uh, we live in a religious world today that is looking for the next new thing. you can find all manner of new things. You can find all manner of inventive things. You can find all manner of things no one has ever thought of to have within a worship service, to have within a life. The only problem with that is that doesn't make it right. And so as we look at Jeremiah today, Jeremiah's going to heed us to do a few things. When we look at God's people from the creation of the world and really even into today God's people have been provided with a path to follow by God himself. He would say to Adam and Eve, I want you to live this way and I want you to avoid or you can partake of every tree of the garden except for this one. Don't eat it don't touch it lest you die he would say to those men and women of the Old Testament I want you to live in this fashion and I want you to be able to eat these things and not those things he would look at us even today and say I want you to live this way I want you to make sure you're light and salt into a world that that has no light that has no saltiness and the children of God's The children of God have lived that way uh, throughout time. It is after Exodus, until the carrying away of Israel, uh, that they have a very difficult time in following this. And I think it's partly because of their life lived in Israel. You recall in Exodus chapter 32, as Moses comes down from the mountain, he comes face to face with a, a golden calf. That the men and women have broken off their earrings and they have melted this calf together. And uh, the uh, the brother of Moses, Aaron, says, this is now your God that, that has led you out of Egypt. I think the seeds were planted in Egypt for Israel's idolatry. I think they spent so much time around it that they just sort of became accustomed to it and, and it just became part of them and, and that's where the seeds of that idolatry were planted and, and that's where the idea of following after God's path may not be as important as it once was. The northern tribes and the southern tribes go into, uh, into captivity And it's good for us to pay attention to Romans chapter 15 and verse number 4. Romans chapter 15, verse number 4, Paul will write by inspiration the following words that I cannot remember for some reason. Ah, for whatsoever things were written aforetime, Notice what he's writing there. Whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning. What a great idea that is. The things that God has given us in principle throughout the Bible have been written for our learning. And it is important that you and I learn those lessons. I want you to notice Jeremiah 6 and verse number 16 once again. Thus saith the Lord, stand in the way and see. And ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein. And you shall find rest unto your souls. Now that's the, that's the uh, cry of God through this prophet. Look for those old paths. Seek those good ways and walk therein. And notice what they said to God. But they said we will not walk therein. What a sad state of affairs for this nation of Israel. What a sad state and a sad statement made to God from this nation. We're not going to walk therein. We're going, God's going to give me everything I need, but I don't want that. Ultimately, when they say we want to follow self and we want to walk after our own paths, is going to lead them to destruction. Let's look at this verse in depth. Thus saith the Lord. As it begins out, God begins to speak to them. And when God begins to speak to us, we as his children, as his creation, not even as his children, even as his creation, we're obligated to listen. Stop right there and think about that for a moment. Whether we ever heed, whether we ever do those things or not, because of who he is, we're obligated to listen. And interesting, 854 times within the King James Version of the Bible, this phrase, Seth, the Lord, is mentioned. 854 times. Do you think it's important? If God were to say it nearly a thousand times, would you think it would be important? If God says it one time, it's important. Here he says it 854 times, and we tend to look at those and go past those. Not only are we obligated to listen, we're obligated to teach our younger. In Judges chapter 2 and verse number 10, as you read that, you'll read about a, a group of men and women who passed from this life into eternity. And the younger generation comes up and they live however they want to live and by whatever means because they don't know who God is. They don't know the things that God has done for them. And so they follow after the intent and the pleasures of their own hearts. Because they don't know. If my children don't know, that's a failure on my part. They have to know. It is not necessarily the fact that they are just going to follow after God because their daughter is a preacher. It's not going to be the fact that they're going to follow after God just because they have a copy of the Bible. Many copies of the Bible I... I hate to ask this question. Michael, how many copies of the Bible do you have in your office? A pile. I bet I have 30 or 40 in my office. It doesn't do me a, a bit of good if I don't open them up. Sometimes you can go visit with people, and especially... Uh, I can visit with folks who I know very well and, and from the hometown I grew up in, and, and I know what to see when I walk into their uh, living room. There'll be a couple of couches there. There'll be a, a table right there in the middle. And on that table, there's going to be a Bible about this big. You, you know what it sounds like when you open up a hard book, hardback book and it goes... If you were to open that Bible, that's what it would sound like. You know what it tells me? That Bible's never been opened. Unfortunately, you know what that means? It could be the fact that that family's treating that Bible like it's an idol. Oh, well, we have a Bible, so we're all right. It does us no good if we have it, if we don't open it up and read it and understand what God says for us to do. God had already spoken to Israel through many prophets. And he's trying once again to speak to them through Jeremiah, but they're not going to hear it. They just don't want to see it, read it, understand it. They didn't listen. As a matter of fact, they were brash enough to say, we're not going to do that. And if I understand anything about people, if I understand anything about how we look at ourselves, I have to ask this. If they were not willing to listen, am I willing to listen? Am I willing to hear what God has to say and do those things? 854 times, thus saith the Lord. Notice this, he next says, stand in the ways. Israel was ordered by God through Moses. There was a tablet given to Moses on that mountaintop. And uh, we have commonly called it the Ten Commandments. If there were much more or many more commandments of God than just 10, now, those 10 encapsulate how He wanted the children of Israel to conduct themselves on a day-by-day basis. Don't, uh, don't act like a knucklehead to your neighbor. Don't be mean to your wife, uh, teach your children the right right way. love God, those type things. And yet... As we look at our Bibles and in our New Testament, we see that we are ordered by God through Christ in the same way. As we looked at Hebrews chapter 1 this morning in class, I'd like for you to look at it uh, at this point in time. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, God would write uh, by the inspiration of someone there, that God at sundry times and diverse manners spake unto the fathers by the prophets hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son. We have an interesting look at the the patriarchal age, the Mosaic age, and then the New Testament age. In John chapter 14, verse number 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And so as you and I look at those particular verses and we understand that the fathers led the households, Moses led the nation of Israel, and then Jesus the Christ leads us it's necessary that we look at Matthew chapter 7 and verse number 13. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father. What an interesting statement that is. It's not just about being able to see, say, that's Jesus, I know him. I've seen him before. He's a pretty good guy. It's not everything about that. It is all about service unto God himself through Jesus the Christ. It is about standing in those ways and seeking those paths. It is about doing those things that people did way back when. You ever hear a group of older people speaking about how it used to be? I remember when this, and I remember when that, I, and if you get older people from the church, they will tell you things like, I remember when uh, we had a gospel meeting that would last two weeks solid and it would be morning and evening, or I remember when we would gather and we would sing for an hour, I remember when we would go to this person's house or that person's house and just simply discuss the Bible. When did that change? Why did that change? But it might be the best thing for us to stand in the ways and to to seek those old paths. Notice this. See and ask. In verse number 16, here's what you'll read. Stand ye in the way and see and ask for the old paths. In order to stand in those ways, we have to diligently search out what we're looking for. When Solomon begins to take over the throne of israel god says unto him i'll give you uh, whatever you would like would it be fame would it be riches would it be wisdom whatever you'd like i'll give that to you and solomon said you know i'm not smart enough i'm not wise enough i'm not good enough to judge the nation of israel based on my experiences he said give me wisdom and as Solomon was given wisdom by God, because he asked for wisdom, he was also given riches and, and fame. But his desire was to, to, to uh, judge the nation of Israel in a proper way, and, and he knew he could not do that by himself. He is seeking, he is asking after God. Cornelius in Acts chapter 10 asked for the ways of God. As a matter of fact, he is asking so much that it makes an apostle toward the end of chapter 10 question again where he says is there any reason why we can't put cornelius in the water is there any reason why we're going to deny him baptism oh absolutely not he is seeking those paths he's looking for those things what exactly am i seeking when I look at my life and I look at how I live, what is it exactly that I'm seeking? Is it, is it fame? Is it fortune? Is it family? What is it that I'm seeking? I need to be looking for what God would have me look for in the time that God would have me see it. Understand this fact. Understand this idea. Sometimes I can look for what is good and holy and righteous before God and not see it because it's not time yet. Galatians chapter 4 verses 4 and 5 In the fullness of time God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law. Why didn't he send him before that? It wasn't time yet. Sometimes it's just not time yet. There are a lot of very deep Uh, insights and ideas found within the Bible. And it would be necessary to have a good foundation in order to understand those things. All too often we want to jump off into those deep things and not be able to swim in the shallow. And it's not time yet. Learn these lessons here and then work your way that way. And so as we're seeking those old paths we're seeing and asking of God we're seeing and asking in God's time notice if you will John chapter 8 and verse number 31 John chapter 8 and verse number 31 John writes this and Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him if you continue in my word then you are my disciples indeed then you are my disciples indeed Have I continued in his word? Am I seeking and asking? Am I his disciple indeed? Seek what? The old paths. If I seek that old path, it's going to send me back to Jerusalem. If I seek that old path of Jerusalem, it's going to take me to about 50 days after the death of Christ. If I seek those old paths, they're going to take me to Acts chapter 2. That's where the old path, the new path, and every path of God converge. As a matter of fact, in Acts chapter 2, and verse number 22, Peter says, you men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus the Christ, who was uh, living before you, and who was... Uh, approved in front of you by God, by miracles, by signs and wonders you've taken, and with your wicked hands, you have placed him on a cross, and you have killed him. If you skip down about verse number 37, the, the crowd doesn't even let Peter really get ramped up just yet before they say, what are we supposed to do? How do we offset the the wrath of God that is coming toward us because we have killed his son, repent and be baptized, be a part of his church, work for him not not against him. so if I seek those old paths, it's going to take me back to to the death of Christ and to Jerusalem. If I seek that old path, I'm going to learn how to repent and, and be baptized. I'm going to learn how to confess Jesus. I'm going to learn how to hear and believe. If I seek those old paths, according to Romans chapter 5 and verse 10, I will be reconciled back to God. Now, that may be a concept we don't look at very much, but it, boy, is it necessary. There is a... Definite disconnect between the sinner and God himself. And it can only be reconciled by God. God sending that sacrifice to be offered for us. Us being obedient to God. We can reconcile. You know what kind of a relationship he wants? Read Genesis chapter 1 and 2. And you see how he lived with Adam and Eve. That's the relationship he wants. That one that is right there beside each other. But the room that we give him today is, is, is this far apart. Why? Because we refuse to be reconciled to him. Be, reconciled, be joined together with Him. If I seek that old path, it's going to tell me and force me to understand that I'm going to have to be a part of God's family. Look at Acts chapter 2 and verse number 47. A lot of times we overlook that, that particular verse. In Acts chapter 2 and verse number 47 will read this way. Praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church those that were being saved. The Lord was adding to the very to the very realm of the church those who were being obedient to God those who were following after God's law for mankind and if you read Revelation chapter 1 and 2 and 3 you'll also find out that while Jesus is the only one adding people to the realm of the church Jesus is the only one who has the eraser to erase them off of it either do this or I'll remove your candlestick an interesting idea if I'm seeking those old paths, I'm looking after God or, or toward God and away from myself. He says there finally, and walk therein. When I listen, seek God, looking for those old paths, I must then, then walk therein. Romans chapter 6, beginning. Roman, uh, Paul, by the inspiration of God, writes this. Shall we... That are dead to sin live any longer therein. God forbid. Don't you know that so many of us have put on Christ in baptism, have put on his death? Don't you know then that you're raised to walk in a, in a newness of life? Acts chapter 2 and verse 42, they were steadfastly walking in the apostles' doctrine, those doctrines that were set out by those apostles, by Jesus his, Jesus the Christ. We're to walk in faith, not after the flesh, Romans chapter 8 and verse number 1. Why? Because walking after the flesh is what got us in this problem in the first place. That's what got us here in the first place. We should be walking after the Spirit of God, not after the flesh. In Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 1, God writes that we should should walk a, a worthy walk. We should walk within those paths worthily. And we find ourselves coming to the end of this particular verse where the children of God look at God in his face and make this statement we will not walk therein what a sad statement it is for these people, these people of God, these children of His, to hear Him say, follow these paths. Walk this way. Follow my law. And they simply say, we're not going to do it. Mother or father, Try to understand, if you can. You telling your child to do this or or to do that. And then simply look at you and say, I am not going to do that. Probably the first thing that you think of in your mind is, I'm going to have to kill this child. And when that passes... a lot of hurt and a lot of sadness in mother and father because the child says, I'm just not going to do that. Imagine the hurt and the sadness that would be found within God when his people tells him, we're just not going to do it. Many times the children of Israel said, yes, we're going to do that, we're going to follow that, and they would do it for a little while and then they would slump off and and not do it. But never have they been so brash as they were in Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 16 where they just simply said, we're not going to do that. God's plan for them, for their life, for their their whole being had simply been laid out in one verse. Follow the old paths, seek the old ways, follow after God and live. And they said no. They just said no. In Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 16, not only can you see the plan of God for the nation of Israel, you can see the plan of God for the children of his today. Notice this. Thus saith the Lord Stand you in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, wherein is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. Show me a portion of that scripture where God is speaking, that you and I as Christians today cannot live by and be faithful to God. Seek those old paths. Seek that old way. Follow after Him and find rest to your souls. As a matter of fact, it was the Christ in Matthew chapter 11 in verse number 28 through 30 who said this, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly at heart. And ye shall find, here's your phrase, rest unto your souls. The same thing that was offered from God underneath that Old Testament after following His will and being an obedient child is the same thing that's found within the New Testament after following His will and being an obedient child. Why not come to Him today? If you've never put on Christ uh, in baptism, today is a, a very good day for you because you can be His child in mere moments. You can put on Christ in baptism in just a few moments By hearing what He has to say and believing those things, repenting of your sin, confessing that Jesus is the Christ and being baptized in water, you can be a member of God's family even today. And brother or sister, if you've already done those things and you find yourselves looking looking around and saying, this is not the old path. Get back on that old path. That one that leads unto heaven and righteousness. Get on that path. And follow it until your death, opening your eyes in eternity, seeing the face of the loving Father. Do those things right now, while we stand and while we sing.